run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour it's 12 months out we want you to know that you are not alone we get it trust us we love our kids but being in the thick of it is stressful and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. I hope you guys out there are having an amazing middle of the week and I hope where you are, it is sunny and you are feeling all of the feels with the nice warm weather. And if you live in Florida, I'm just jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be jealous for long. We're we're coming for you, Florida. (laughs) Yeah. How are you doing, girl? Good. Like you said, enjoying, enjoying the weather. It's nice to, you know, have the extended sunshine to leave for work and it be sunny and come home and there still be sun. Like that's pretty exciting. It's the small things. (laughs) Absolutely. It's definitely got to make your commute to uh, another state a little bit better too. (laughs) It does. It does. We'll get into that a little later, but but it does. All right. right, Well, it was good to see you this weekend. It's um, in all truthness, we really haven't been able to hang out as much. Life has been so crazy, but we were able to get together for a little bit this weekend. Yeah, it was a nice little impromptu hangout. Um, Logan was quite bummed that his buddy Benjamin couldn't be there, but the girls got to play. Can't, you know, our schedules, their schedules, like it's insane. Yes, it's only going to get crazier too, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, it was good. They got to play. They were, I mean... Bianca slept good that night. She slept really? before 8.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think they playing out, running around in the weather, out with the warm weather, like really, really did some good for her. <laughs> good. Yeah. I think, I mean, that was the warmest it's been outside, at least like playing outside the, this whole season that I can remember because I was yeah. sweating. <laughs> That's true. And I'm out there like just like it's winter, like an idiot. <laughs> I had like a hoodie on people. I don't know what I'm thinking. I was like, I got the good boop sweat going. This is not okay. And then, like you said, the kids were exhausted and downing, you know, a whole bunch of water. And then that led to our yeah. whole can of worms that we opened up <laughs> that we're going to talk about tonight with yeah. Logan. I don't even know how he exactly got on the subject, but I, I definitely like know. asked for money for it. I think so, maybe. But he's been asking about this particular drink. It's called Prime. They're not sponsored by us or we're not sponsored by them. None of the sort. Um, and as far as I know, it's like an energy, not an energy drink. It's like a um, electrolyte refueling type of drink like a Gatorade basically yeah and um but I, I guess it's becoming popular because it's uh not only sponsored was like branded by two YouTubers. TikTokers or YouTubers yeah um like that. I don't know if the YouTubers founded it created it or are backing it or something but definitely like got popular because of YouTubers 
Yes, especially with kids and boys specifically our son's age, um, yeah. I'm sure probably even older too. But I remember uh, one of Logan's friends had it and he just kept talking about like, you know, Prime. And I'm thinking like, what, Am like Amazon Prime? I was like, what is Prime? <laughs> no, mom. Not, like, just, like, I'm so uncool. I'm like, what is Prime? And then, yeah, so I never bought it for him. And then, you know, we come to see you at the playground and we started talking about it. And then you mentioned to me, you know, you want to go into it, like all of the the downsides of it. Yeah. Um, kind of like what's in it. It's it's a lot of like sugar and chemicals. And I don't know, I'm really getting to the point with stuff where if I can't pronounce it, I don't need to be consuming it. And um, it's just like a bunch of sludge. It's like, just drink some water, you know, like, I don't, <laughs> even Gatorade. Like I don't let Benjamin drink, drink Gatorade because it's got garbage in it. And even the zeros kind of got garbage in it. I just, they kind of put all these like vitamins in it. But something that I found out recently too about drinks that have like a lot of vitamins in it, especially for kids that can be dangerous and even adults. But if you take a multivitamin, right, and you're taking other supplements, sometimes between that and the drink, you're getting like 1000, 2000 percent of mm -hmm. like the RDA of what you should be getting of that vitamin. And although it's a quote unquote vitamin, it can still be toxic. It can still harm you. So it's like these kids can probably drink like three or four of them if you let them. Right. Yeah. Wow. Things people don't think about like even like vitamin waters and some of these other waters that are out there that seem healthy. It's like, gotta be careful you really have to read labels and it's especially with our kids it's I don't know I have a I could go on soapbox for days with this crap but <laughs> it's something that I'm really putting my head down and really trying to see what I can do as like swaps in my house because the ingredients are just so bad for most of the stuff that our kids are eating it is. And it's, it's very scary. I would say, you know, as many of you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, Rebecca and I are definitely on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to many things. I think I'm, I'm on the, I definitely agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. I'm on the beginning side of it though. Not to say like, I never, you know, really cared before, but definitely things aren't getting any better, right? Like in our culture and society, what's allowed in our foods. And I think with the power of the internet, which has really uh, been beneficial, we're starting to understand what's in our foods from, you know, what's actually in them, like the dyes, red dye, blue dyes, all those kind of things. And then even what's on them when it comes to like pesticides and different things like that with like our fruits and vegetables. Like I've just been a little bit more conscious of stuff like that yeah. um, recently. And it's, it's low key scary. Like it's a little bit scary. So even before our conversation about prime, like I've just been trying to be like I said, more conscious from a beginner standpoint, like I've, and I've had the conversations with the kids as far as like, they'll ask me for McDonald's. And that's something that we would get not even joking at least once a week, which is so bad um, that I can't even remember the last time now that we got McDonald's, at least, you know, when they're with me and I'm just like, uh, it, it's not good for you guys like all the time. And they're just like, why? Well, what? And especially Logan, he's so logical. Like, well, why do they make it? And why do they put bad stuff in it? What? It's so hard trying to explain those things to him, but I'm just like, we got to make healthier choices when we can, you know, of course there's going to be times when we're running and ripping and running and doing crazy stuff when we might have, that's the only option, but once in a blue is not as bad as every week, you yeah. know? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. I think we live in a world where, I mean, we talk about it a lot. We're running around. Like it's so hard. It's so easy to be unhealthy. That's the problem, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, and kids 
kids want the sugary stuff. Kids want the junk food. They want McDonald's and Wendy's and Chick-fil-A and all this stuff all the time. They don't care. Like it tastes good, right? Mm -hmm. It tastes good to us too. Shit. I want to eat that all day too. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I I'm trying to say to Benjamin, Bianca's too little to have any of these conversations, right? Like, but with the older kids, it's kind of like just saying, look, like, let's read this together. Let's look it up. What is this? What is this that's in the, you know, yeah. what is in this product or just teaching Benjamin, like both of our kids want to be athletes. It's like, how you fuel your body matters. It's probably the mm -hmm. most important thing other than sleep is what you put in your body is what you're going to get out on the field. Yeah. Now it's, it's just teaching them little things like those athletes they're on, they're eating well, they don't eat mm -hmm. McDonald's every day. They might be doing those stupid commercials, but they're not eating exactly. that crap. And that's part of the problem, all the marketing, but I could go on a soapbox about that too, but, <laughs> but it is bad. Like you have YouTubers, like, do you, do we really think the YouTubers are drinking that crap? Probably not. They're making that, billions, of billions of dollars. They're probably drinking something on a gold-plated platter. <laughs> yes, but like you said, trying to convey that and get nine-year-olds to understand is hard. Because like you said, everything you just said, I've said to Logan and even said that when it came to that specific drink. And I was like, they're probably not even. He's like, yes, it is, mom, I've seen them drink. And I'm just like, you I don't know. I need a, a beginner course on how to get your, you know, child to understand these things a little bit better. But like you said, maybe pulling up articles and reading different things together or even watching like a documentary or video on what the effects of like some of these ingredients or foods and drinks and stuff do to our body mm -hmm. um, can can help, hopefully, because just yeah. trying to explain it to them is not is not helping as of right now. It's hard, but I do. Everyone does and I told you about this before. I told Logan the other day too. That sugar film on Amazon Prime. I think our boys are ready to, especially Logan is more logical. I feel like, like I think he would understand it more. They talk on that uh, documentary about Mountain Dew teeth. Like they show kids that literally were drinking Mountain Dew out of baby bottles, and what it does to your teeth, what it does to your body. Like what? they go through the whole thing of like how bad sugar is to you. They. Like this guy jumps in a body and he like shows you what happens to your body when you overconsume these bad things. It's it's a good video if your kids can understand it and not get scared. Because I guess some of it can be scary. Like this is what could happen to you. But it's real life, right? It's knowing what you're putting in your body. I wish someone told me when I was nine. Yeah. You know, but I would maybe I wouldn't struggle like I do today with food and with my weight and stuff like that you know I wish someone took the time to explain this to me and I don't think I think whatever when we grew up what in the 90s like I don't think it was nobody really knew the effects of a lot of this because I was like and I don't think girl. it was that bad I right. think it's gotten worse agreed I mean to the point where like I I imported my baby's formula from Europe like we've talked about this like yeah. I did not trust American-made baby formula and I stand by that still to this day. I wouldn't, if I had another kid, I would pay whatever it costs to import my baby's formula from Europe. They have better standards for food. And it's so sad when you think about it. It's so scary. And I remember, I guess that was before I went to Barcelona when that happened, because I was with Bianca, well, I was with both of your kids, but I remember specifically with Bianca was when we knew each other and you told me that and I was like, oh my gosh, but then um, I went to Barcelona and I think it's one thing like hearing and seeing like, oh, you know, overseas and in Europe, like all these things that we have in America are banned or they have better food. But when you see it and really experience it in person, it is an eye opener yeah. and you see the different 
packaging, you see the different ingredients, even the different sizes of the bottles, like a can of Coke or a bottle of Coke is like a third of the size that like our normal bottle that you would get from the store is. Um, portion sizes, like when you're out at a restaurant and the portions that you would get, like I remember we would, it was like a big group of us. So, you know, kind of stick out like a sore thumb, a bunch of black girls in Barcelona. Um, <laughs> and they're like coming up asking questions like, oh, where are you from today? Like America. And I remember one lady specifically, she was like, oh, Americans, you guys eat so much. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so serious, but it's just so sad. That's what we're known for. And of course, our rate of obesity is higher than any country, you know, in the in the world that I know of. Um, so yeah, overseas, like a lot of the, like back to what we're talking about, like with the food dyes and a lot of the ingredients in our food, the, is it's banned overseas. Yeah. Isn't that like, so uh, I feel like it's so obnoxious. It's like our American kids aren't worth having a better quality like the american government allows our children to have these things that are literally banned in other countries that mm -hmm. makes my blood boil it is it's sickening it's sickening and then this article that i was just um looking at before we hopped on from um good rx health and it actually states exactly what you just said because it's almost like how do you explain this to a kid i explain this to anybody it basically says that like the reason why these things are allowed is because of it of consumer culture. When you have these pretty, you know, dyes that make the food look all bright and colorful and, you know, beautiful, it's attractive and it, it grab like we gravitate towards it. And of course the dollar speaks higher than anything. So if we're going to gravitate towards it, we're going to buy it and it's going to keep these businesses and companies in, um, you know, in business essentially. And, good old consumerism that's what keeps America afloat like so it's it's a vicious cycle um but to that point I think it's important to you know use your dollars when you're buying food to support companies that are doing things differently like I try mm -hmm. to buy you know organic most of my fruit and produce I try to support you know organic farming regenerative farming try to buy grass-fed grass-finished beef when I can like supporting companies that are looking out for your health and our kids health is important because the more you support like the Kellogg's and all the crap that there's a general mills, like they're just pumping out this pre like packaged processed garbage at the root. I mean, literally they don't make anything that's healthy. They might like, we were talking about special K mm -hmm. at the park. I mean, Oh my gosh, I love special K. And it was Back in the 90s, that was like what you did. That you it was like a diet. It was like the special yes. diet. <laughs> I mean, it was marketed to like you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna get healthy. And it's like all it did was probably make me a sugar addict, you know, as my mm -hmm. adult self. But I don't know. I just feel like we have to, as consumers, we have to drive the industry in a different direction. We have to show these big companies that are pumping out all this garbage that no, that's not what we want. And the only way to do that is to put your money where your mouth is. Like, I yeah. guess literally what you're consuming, but literally, <laughs> and it's not cheap. It's the stuff is more expensive. That's the, yeah. that's the part that's a really hard pill to swallow, especially right now when food is ridiculous, mm -hmm. um, but it's just trying to pick and choose. Like I was telling you at the park too, like trying to look at what are the things in my house that we consume a lot of and starting there where I'm like, okay, I personally consume a lot of cream in my coffee. So looking for a better option that doesn't have all the chemicals in it and the fillers in it, that's where I can start for me, you know, and for my kids, it's like looking at, okay, for instance, this week, they usually eat waffles every morning and I do make them. I like pre-make them for the week, 
but it's not really a healthy brand. So this week, what I did was I made the one that's like with almond flour and has no gunk in it. I split the batter so that they would get used to the taste of the new one. And they didn't notice. Yeah, that's so I'm really gonna good. try to like get them onto the better brand with that only has like five ingredients, and then I'm using my egg and my oil, and then boom, I feel better about that choice. You know that they're eating a waffle that actually doesn't have any like fillers in it, additives, chemicals in it, crap that I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yep. Like you said, it it sucks because a lot of this does go back to cost, and when it even comes to like a, a quick option for us, like as adults, like when you're out and if you you know, or eating lunch every day or something like that at work, like getting a salad that's $15 or 15 to $20 really these days versus grabbing something fast from like, I don't know, like a chicken stand or, you know, McDonald's or something obviously um, is going to be half the price, if not even more than that. So um, a lot of it does come down to cost. Um, so I think that a good place to start, like you said, is starting with what you consume the most of just, just starting with healthy swaps. Like what can you, even if it comes down to like, if your kids aren't big fruit eaters, like trying to swap out fruit for, you know, maybe like having chips all the time or having something super unhealthy. Or like you said, with breakfast, um, trying to make the waffles versus having egos or having, you know, <laughs> whatever cereal and stuff like that. Like those little swaps um, are a great place to start. And, you know, they lead to the big things. Yeah. It's just a shame. Like we even have to have this conversation. I just feel like we should be able to go to the grocery store and know without a doubt what we're buying to feed our families is healthy. And it's not, it's, it's all garbage for the most part. It's sad. It really it makes sad end that that's where we are. And like you said, it, it's very sad. And I think explaining it to a child, like the innocence of a child kind of kind of shows how like you know just disgusting it is that we even have to have these conversations because in there and in my son's innocent mind he's like well why would these things be in our food if they're not good for us great question logan it's a great question (laughs) great question yeah but no i mean i think this is definitely a bigger discussion it's a it's you know, for anyone out there listening that's struggling with these things, it's like, I get it. You get it. It's like, we were battling with our own families too. Like you want to be healthier. You want to make better choices, but it's like, you really have to pick and choose and just have to, I think whatever dollars you can spare to use towards better quality food, I think it does matter. I do think supporting Mm -hmm. those companies, it goes a long way in kind of showing the other companies that we just don't want to put our dollars towards it anymore. Mm -hmm. Or just seeing, you know, what things you can start to just being conscious of the ingredients and nutrition labels in general is a great start. Cause now that I've kind of read up so much and I'm more conscious of like the red dyes and the blue, like I now look at everything and I'm like, dang, that has it, dang, that has it. (laughs) So now I'm, you know, not making a perfect, you know, pitch of it all, but I'm trying to be more conscious of it so that we can start to eliminate that a little bit more. Um, One thing, and you know, you guys definitely do your research on this, but I believe I heard stores like, I think Costco and Aldi, um, if you look at their foods when you're going to purchase, I believe that they have a ban on red dye. I don't know if it's all the dyes, but I think red dye in their food in those stores. So don't quote me on that, but that is something that I believe I heard a few times um, for Aldi, my store. And <laughs> we need Aldi to be a sponsor because I've mentioned them <laughs> way too many times. Um, and Costco, that, yeah, that that's a good, like I said, good place to start. Yeah, it's funny that you, because I was telling you too, I went to Trader Joe's for the first, like it's not the first time, but like 
first time in a couple of years. And I was really just disappointed because I started, I, all I did was label, look at the labels. And I was like, why am I even here? Yeah. It doesn't, there's nothing that's worth me having to go out of my way to go there. There's, there's nothing. I saw nothing of quality that was worth my ride there and not, they don't have drive-by. So I had to go in. <laughs> so I was like, there's no reason for me to come back here. Trader Joe's. No, reason. they need to get rid of their seed oils and their crap. They need to get rid of all their fillers and gums and natural flavors. I was yeah. like, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It's so tough, but, um, but yeah, but I think these were some good tips of where to start whether you're a beginner or whether you're, you know, a more advanced, you know, mom or parent on the journey of, of being conscious of what your kids and what your family's eating. So yeah, the struggle is real. Yes. We're in it with you. (laughs) All right. Are we ready for last call? Um, I think you went first last week. I'll go first with your shot. Yeah. It's pretty big one. Not big. I mean, it hasn't officially happened yet, but I kind of alluded to it in the beginning. So, um, I mean, my shot should be the fact that I got not stuck on the train, but like had a whole nother commute debacle that I had like a couple months ago, but that's not it. It's actually that um, my company or whatever. So I guess since the, I won't say the pandemic is over because I hate the terminology, but that there's been a lift of like all of the pandemic bans and stuff across America, a lot of, and it's probably not even just my company. I'm sure many companies, especially those that are in major cities are having like more of a call back to office. Um, so, I mean, it's, it doesn't sound as bad as I know I'm making it seem, but they're, so my requirements right now are to go in at least two days a week. And now they're bumping it to three days a week to Uh, basically everybody and it doesn't just affect me it affects like our whole company and there's even people on my team who live in other states because during the pandemic they moved you know back home like quote unquote wherever home is like if New York wasn't their home and now they have to contemplate moving back or looking for a new job and you know for me it affects me because my commute is about 12 hours long when I go into New York which having to do that one day maybe two is like not you know it's bearable but to to have it be three days now and with the craziness of the kids schedule and my schedule and you know co-parenting and just trying to navigate all of the things now it just adds another layer of like how am I gonna make this work (laughs) um so you know there's some flexibility hopefully with the time frame that I'll have to work towards this which you know I'm so thankful I have an amazing manager so she's like pushing for some flexibility so it won't be like tomorrow but um yeah that's it's a big factor so I'm really not even stressing about it because there's nothing I can do I honestly really do love my job and I'm thinking about like just the pros and cons of it all and I almost thought about it like when I was on my way home today because I was like if I was a nurse or someone who worked like 12-hour shifts you do three 12s Right. And then you have off the rest of the week. And even though, you know, I wouldn't be quote unquote off the rest of the week, I would be remote, you know, on the other two days and kind of like have way more flexibility, if that makes sense. So yeah, it's just a lot to to think about, but that's my shot. Definitely wanted a shot when I found that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it was just a change you weren't expecting. So it's definitely mm-hmm. shot worthy for sure. But 
And if you love your job, you'll figure it out and it'll work out. It always does, right? Exactly. Go ahead, uh, positive Patty. <laughs> what did you want to take a shot to? I'm taking a shot. I don't know if anybody can hear my voice, but by Jesus, golly, every time I go to that park, it's called Memorial in our town. These allergies attack me. <laughs> and I have about, I've been at that darn park every night for the past like week. I'm dying. Every night I go, I'm sneezing. Last night I was actually wheezing. It was so wow. bad. I, I'm fine all day until I go to that park. I'm like, why are you trying to kill me? I'm trying to watch my son play baseball. <laughs> Shot to seasonal allergies. They are horrible right now. Absolutely flipping horrible. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, clear my throat. Like I'm thankful I'm not sneezing now because I was sneezing my head off at the park. Yeah. Everybody wants to hear that. <laughs> Remember that time we were there? I guess it was like last year. We literally saw the pollen falling from the trees. Yes. Because <laughs> when we were outside on Saturday, I was fine. Mm -hmm. Memorial yeah. Park dead just kills me every time I don't understand it must be because there's a lot of trees mm -hmm. but holy goodness it's horrible I I cannot I don't know when this will pass but I'm over it I'm over it yeah I'm sorry it is what it is but that's my shot for the week <laughs> what are you taking a toast to this week mine is um I actually forgot to do it I guess like maybe a couple weeks ago but I'm you know you've already seen um that Olivia did I do this for a toast I don't think so that Olivia lost her first tooth uh, now, I'm, so. now I'm contemplating I don't think I did I think so. <laughs> as I'm saying it, I'm like wait what's it okay that Olivia <laughs> lost her first tooth yay so, so exciting I feel like she's I mean Logan he was so early with with many things and he definitely had it a mouth full of missing teeth by the time he was this age that I'm like is she late I don't know but she's you know five five and a half now and she's just losing her first tooth so it was very exciting because she's been talking so so much <sighs> about the tooth fairy and you know what it's going to be like losing her tooth and as her teeth started to get wiggly <laughs> she was like you know just the the build up in anticipation um and I do want to shout out to her dad because I am not the the best at removing of the teeth you know when the tooth the tooth kind of gets to that point where you yeah. kind of got to pull it yeah so it got to that point um whenever this was it was like a Saturday night I think and she bit something and it was that thing was like hanging <laughs> and she was like freaking out and I don't know if it's like also because of the fact that I have like nails you know that are longer so I can't really like get a good grip of it but I, I called him right over and I was like can you please come and take your daughter's tooth out? <laughs> it was like almost 10 o'clock at night and I just did not want her to go to sleep, you know what I mean, with yeah, the tooth it. like that and possibly swallow it. So he did. And um, it was a lot of blood, which I was just like freaking out, not freaking out, but I was just like, is this supposed to be this much blood? But anyway, um, but she was so excited. And, you know, the tooth fairy came and she got her tooth fairy. So she was just, just in bliss. She was so Aww. excited to have that like big girl moment. So that was definitely toast worthy. Yeah. The first of many teeth to fall out in the new Yeah, has another one that's about to come out any day now. <laughs> yeah, that's about that time. She's on target. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about you? What do you want to take a toast to? So I didn't even tell you any of this. So I did. So I'm doing this. I read this book. I'm, let me just, I'm all kinds of mumbles. Um, I did. I read this book called Fast Like a Girl. And it's it's a book about fasting and doing it to your cycle. So I started mm -hmm. it on day one of my cycle so I'm doing it for the for the for, 
like for the month. And yesterday I did my first 24 hour water fast. Oh, so it, you know, it was something I've been, you know, you read a lot, you hear about a lot about intermittent fasting, blah, blah, blah. And I've always like tried to do it, but I'm like, I can't do it. I need my coffee and I need my breakfast, but I'm really giving it, I'm really doing it. Like I'm not eating breakfast. And I did my first 24 hour yesterday. I'll do a 36 before the month's over. Um, I have to do another 24, another 36. And like every day is like, usually it's like 18 hour fast. So I've been doing it and I'm like proud of myself because I've always kind of like talked about it, but never like really did it. So yeah, I'm just kind of doing it for like a reset to me and my system. And just, I see there's a lot of health benefits with fasting, but I really like the fact that this is kind of addressing like women's hormones and women mm-hmm. are not the same as men. And you do need to address that when you're fasting so that you don't overtax your system. Um, and you literally only do certain fasts on certain days when your hormones are at certain levels. So I was like, I survived my first 20. I didn't eat for 24 hours, which is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats to you. I love that. I love that it coincides, like you said, with our cycles and hormones, because that is a big factor that a lot of people, especially on the the weight loss kick, they don't address that. Yeah. So Awesome. Kudos to you. Yeah, thanks. It was exciting for me. I mean, it's like a silly little thing, but no, that's a big deal. I was like, I wasn't sick and I didn't eat for 24 hours. Like usually you only don't eat when you're like sick. (laughs) True. This is true. (laughs) Anyway, that is it. I hope that's awesome. Great week. And yeah, thanks y'all. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers to you new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the mom life happy hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going.